Hi, YouTubers and WhatShavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Well, I've got Black Rifle Coffee again this morning. Mark Williams sent along a sampler, and I've got another blend from them. Hang on one minute. Yeah, this is fantastic. This is a really, really nice blend this morning from the Black Rifle Coffee Company. This is their Just Black. This is fantastic. As it says on the back here, this is a medium roast. This medium roast was developed to be the best drip coffee you'll ever taste. Featuring a cocoa and vanilla aroma, bold tasting notes, and a smooth buttery finish. Indulge in the founding roast of Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah, absolutely beautiful, beautiful finish. And yeah, it's got some, it's got a great coffee aroma. Yeah, it really does. Now I know it has the the cocoa and vanilla aroma there, and as you know, I don't I don't eat chocolate, but it's okay for me to it's okay it's okay for me to get that scent. That's not breaking any rules there. And this is really I'm getting a really nice basic coffee scent and a nice just a wonderful basic coffee uh, flavor and aroma. Just really really terrific. Hang on. Yeah, that is fantastic. They're it's they're very very accurate when they say very very accurate when they say a buttery finish really really nice my my thanks to mark williams for sending along the sampler absolutely fantastic and here my mug this morning is one i haven't used in quite some time the last hungry cat uh, warner brothers merry melody uh, animated cartoon there is a uh, sylvester and uh, tweety pie <laughs> how about that huh yeah, love that. Absolutely love that. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah, and something else that I mentioned in a Second Cup broadcast and have failed to mention here, and I reminded myself, here it is, organic, 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 organic agave five. That's, <laughs> that's what threw me off. It's the uh, word agave. I was anticipating saying that. Organic agave five. This is a low glycemic sweetener, so if you don't want to use sugar in your coffee, Check this out. I'll have a link to it below. This came courtesy of my sister-in-law, Lori, and I believe she got it from her sister-in-law, Kathy. So thanks to Kathy and Lori both for this. Agave 5, only 5 calories right there. So if you don't want to use sugar in your coffee, check this out. I've used it. As you can see, I've used some of it. It is very, very good. I use a couple of teaspoons, and it really is a nice sugar substitute. And it's organic. Organic Agave 5, yeah. <laughs> kind of almost switching up the pronunciation of those syllables there. Ah, great to see you again. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Boy, we got a great show this morning. Hey, if you're taking me on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. As I say, we got some great topics, great, great contributions from the viewers. Week in and week out, I am just amazed by uh, how the viewers uh, just send in some great, great information. I thank you so much for your contributions and your participation to the show. Uh, without you, this microphone would be silent, and I absolutely mean that. So thank you very, very much for sending in all this great information. Uh, and we're going to share it with the Wet Shaving community and viewers this morning. So let's get things underway uh, as we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip.
Okay, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Robert Fagan. And Robert writes, fantastic Monday morning mailbag as usual. And as you always say, thanks to all the viewers and subscribers for the great tips and advice. Well, thanks very much for mentioning that, Robert. I absolutely agree. Recently in work, one of my colleagues said he can never get the hair around his Adam's apple as he finds it too awkward to shave over. I told him if he does what I can only describe as a swallow and hold for a few seconds, it will flatten the neck, making it much easier for the blade to go over the Adam's apple for a more comfortable shave. I'm sure there's a proper terminology for this, but this is the best way I can explain it and hope you understand what I mean. Maybe it could help someone else who's having the same problem or at least having a bit of trouble at that specific area. Robert, absolutely great tip. And since reading this tip, I've been doing, <laughs> I've been doing that, that little bit of a swallow and, and holding it. The way I can describe it is it's a swallow. You hold it almost as if you're holding your breath. Not quite, but kind of kind of in that area, so to speak. And you can actually feel that Adam's apple retract and flatten out the neck area. Now, I don't have this challenge area uh, as some other wet shavers might, but I am feeling that sensation. And I'm thinking, yeah, if you just do that swallow and hold it for a little bit, it will definitely flatten out that area. Now, to the viewers out there who know what Robert is speaking about, is there a specific uh, a, spe a specific term for this. If you know it, please uh, comment below and let us know. And uh, if you also can elaborate on the, the specific technique, please comment below and let us know. It really would be helpful to other wet shavers who have this uh, challenge uh, in, in their wet shave who have to get this specific area. Now me, not so much. I, I really don't have that, that, uh, that challenge in my wet shave. But again, in, in doing this technique, I could definitely feel the Adam's apple retract and flatten out that area. So, hey, folks, give it a try. Absolutely great, great tip, Robert. Thanks very much for passing it along. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post Haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just email me a shaving tip. Email that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it on the morning shaving tip, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Robert, thanks very much for sending along that shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Okay, we have a little shaved in talk this morning from viewer Rodney Ripplinger. Uh, and he sent along some pictures and he wrote, Hi Mark, as long as I was taking pictures today, I thought I would show you where I keep most of my shaving stuff. The area in the picture was originally a fogged window in the bathroom that faced onto a screened-in porch. We needed a room for TV watching, so it was out with the porch and in with the TV room, an addition added in the early 1980s. Rather than closing up that window space, we had made it into a little area with shelves. When I started wet shaving, the items originally placed on these shelves were gradually reduced and removed. I removed the last of them today when I got my second razor rack, one of the test tube holders. I had razors enough to fill the new rack up, so I did. 
Some of them will go into storage if and when I get new toys. Uh, Roddy, that looks really, really wonderful. I love the shelf space, and I love how you have the items laid out. Very, very nice. Thanks for sending along the photos and sharing with the viewers uh, this morning. Really do appreciate it. He also continues here. This is something else I think uh, maybe should go into new wet shaving gear, but as long as we're talking his shave den, this is something he'll use in his shave den, or you can use in your shave den, or you can use when you travel. Uh, and he writes, a week or so ago, after you talked about using a shoe tree to store some soap and stuff, I ran into a similar item at Dollar General. I believe it's for when you are traveling, you can take all your soap, shampoo, etc., out of your suitcase all at once and hang them up in the bathroom. To start out, I put my Micromatics and the Durham Razor in the top pockets. The head of the Durham Razor is sticking out on the far left. It looks like denim material, well he says faux denim material, and was cheap at $3. Oh hey, thanks very much for sharing that uh, with the viewers, Rodney, really do appreciate it. Folks, again, Dollar General. He also sent this along too. Hey Mark, what do you think of my big bowl, black on the sides, red inside with bumps? The brush with the black bristles is a 34 millimeter knot from Razor Rock. Actually, this is a Chinese soup bowl and that's how I will use it. But if I ever have a double edge shaving party here, <laughs> I'll put myself in charge of lather production. An eighth of a tube of Parasso, the big brush and bowl and boom, lather for six. <laughs> Rodney. Well, you know, he said he was going to use it as a Chinese soup bowl because that's what it is. But he followed up with this. And he writes, I had to try this today just once. Big bowl plus big brush plus little soap equals and results were, yes, big lather. Wow, I had this bowl loaded with lather. <laughs> That's great to hear, Rodney. That's really, really wonderful. The bumps inside the bowl remind me of the inside of my uh, Starry Night lathering bowl. Uh, yeah, so I, I understand exactly how that can generate a lot of lather because the Starry Night lathering bowl just generates heaps and heaps of lather because of those smooth bumps on the inside. So yeah, yeah, but that is a big bowl. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks very much for sharing that. Really do appreciate it. Thanks for the pictures of the Shave Den, the Dollar General item, and the lathering bowl this morning. Uh, Rodney, really appreciate the, uh, the look at your Shave Den this morning. Thanks so much. Okay, I got a bit of a podcast update for you this morning. A viewer, James Sefton, wrote, Hey, Mark, I was wondering about the podcast and if I can listen to it on my Echo. And if so, how do I go about it? Thanks, Jim Sefton. Very, very easy to do, James. All you have to do, now I've got my Echo Dot right here. All you have to do is ask it to play the Monday Morning Mailbag and more podcast and then name the service that you want, whether it's Amazon Music or... Um, uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, and those services have to be enabled on your device. Now, I have Amazon Music enabled on this device here. Now, I'm also attaching ads to the podcast as well. So uh, when you ask for the episode, the most current episode will open up, and you'll probably hear an ad in the beginning. Uh, and then after that ad, you'll hear the uh, the show. So let's go ahead and do that just as an example uh, this will probably be the second cup podcast from the previous Monday uh, and uh, I think of the 19th. 
And uh, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, Alexa, play the Monday Morning Mailbag and More podcast on Amazon Music. Playing Monday Morning Mailbag and More from Amazon Music. Here's Season 1, Episode 9192022, Second Cup Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a Now that's the, uh, that's the ad that's running right now in the background. We'll just turn that down a little bit before we get to the beginning. But again, that's how you do it in the most current episode we'll play. And you can also ask your device to skip to the next episode or go to the previous episode, that sort of thing. And uh, so if you, have second, if you hit second cup, let's say later on in the morning, like noon, you want to hear the Monday morning mailbag because I'm uploading both those podcasts on the same day. Uh, you can go ahead and just say, hey, you know what, go to the previous episode, and it'll skip backwards, and it'll start Monday Morning Mailbag Podcast. So really, really neat, neat uh, technology and just a really neat thing to listen to. I've been listening to the broadcast in the car just to make sure everything's correct. Here, let me, let me here, listen. There it is. How about that? Isn't that neat? Good morning, Wet Shavers and Podcast How lovers about everywhere. That? It's BarbaraJoyceTune.com. It's time for another second cup. So okay, we'll a cup of coffee, kick back. I'll show you how you can go to the previous uh, uh, previous episode. And a little bit of this, a little bit of that okay. in podcast form. Alexa, previous episode. Playing 09-192022 Monday Morning Mailbag Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Okay, so it's going to go ahead and do the, the ad again, and uh, then we'll play Monday Morning Mailbag uh, that it listed right there. But yeah, it's really, really a neat, neat thing. So that's how you do it. And again, you probably have to have your different services tied into your uh, Echo device, like the Apple Podcasts uh, and Google Podcasts, Spotify, those kinds of things. Uh, so that when you name them, it knows to open up that particular application. So you have to install that application on your device. So that's how that works. And let me see if I can get that. Uh, let's just see if this will hang on. It was easy. I love podcast. Here's Monday Morning Mailbag. Here's the intro. Okay. <laughs> how about that, huh? Isn't that neat? There it is. Okay, so that's how that works. Alexa, stop. So that's how that works. It's very, very simple. And uh, all you have to do is make sure you have those podcast services that you prefer tied into your Echo, and then just give it the command. Just search, just ask for, hang on, <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> just ask for uh, Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and that will... Uh, bring up that podcast and just name the service and you're good to go. So Jim, thanks very much for the question. I really do appreciate it. And I hope, I hope that helps other viewers out there who are looking for the podcast on their Echo device. Thanks again, Jim. Oh, one more thing about the podcast. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Now, if for some reason you're not seeing on any of those services or your favorite service, just drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com. Mondaymailbag at gmail.com. We'll look into it. We'll get it all sorted out. So thanks again. Okay, your weekly reminder for the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. It's going to take place Saturday, October 15th, 2022 from 1130 a.m. to 230 p.m. 
in Columbus, Ohio. I'll have links below with all the information and also where you can get tickets. Again, Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup, uh, Saturday, October 15th, 2022, from 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. in Columbus, Ohio. I hope to see you there. I received the following email from viewer Todd Stanfield, and he wrote, Hi, Mark. I have long enjoyed your videos, particularly Monday Morning Mailbag. I have partnered with a wet shaver from Ohio who is raising money for children's cancer research. We have 10 wet shaving prize packages totaling over $1,500. For each $5 donation, donors get an entry into the drawings. You can read more about it on my website at, uh, here it is right here, www.takecareman.com, and then the rest of the address there. I will have that link in the description below. Uh, he continues, would you please consider mentioning this on the next Monday morning mailbag episode? Thanks, Todd. Absolutely, Todd. Really, I'm more than happy to mention it. And it looks like you got great participation for this fundraiser. PAA, Sterling, Maggard, the Razor Company, a lot of others. Ginger's Garden, that's absolutely fantastic. Now, folks, I'll have a link to the page. And just make sure you are aware of this little bit right here. It is on their page. Uh, and it reads, important, donations must be made on the following link. Now, this is going to send you to the greatcyclechallenge.com and the specific person who is involved in that. Please leave a comment with your name and the words wet shaving in the comments so we will know to enter you in the drawings. Please list the social media site where you saw this fundraiser or your preferred contact info so that we can contact you if you win. If you have any questions, please email Dave at TMD1021905 at msn.com, open to U.S. and Canada residents only. So that's the fundraiser that's taking place. Todd, thanks very much for the heads up on this. Folks, I'll link it below. And if you enter, hey, good luck. Hope you win some great prizes because there are some really, really fantastic, fantastic prize packages there. Thanks again, Todd. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Thanks very much for joining me again for a morning cup of coffee. If you're taking me on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. Hang on. This is good coffee. Again, we're enjoying a, a cup of uh, Black Rifle coffee, uh, just black. Boy, this is terrific. And I do take my coffee just black. I don't put anything in it. But I have found that every once in a blue moon, I'll add a little bit of sugar, maybe a little bit of cream, that sort of thing. And, uh, but I have found also, again, the, the organic Agave 5 to be a nice substitute uh, for sugar. So if you don't want to use sugar, check this out. I'll have a link below. Again, uh, not bad at all. Not bad at all. And I have used it uh, in just my black coffee, and it's been, it's been good. It's been very, very nice. It's a nice sweetener. Uh, again, it's low, low glycemic sweetener. Check out the label one more time. There you go. Only five calories. Organic agave five. I almost, <laughs> I almost messed up the, the, the words again. I almost said organic 
agave five, organic agave five. There you go. And uh, Just Black Coffee. And we're taking my coffee, Just Black, this morning because it's Just Black Coffee from the Black Rifle Coffee Company. All right, let's get to some of these refill topics. Uh, we got a nice mix of things. Some things we probably could have put into uh, new wet shaving gear, but it also addresses some of the previous topics we talked about in previous Monday morning mailbags. So let's just get right into it. David Dart wrote, Mark, hello again. I use warm water to clean my brushes after shaving, but every two or three months, I will go through them and clean them with Zingari Man All-Purpose Brush Cleaner. Uh, it keeps them in great shape, and all I do is load the brush like I would with shaving soap. Uh, then I rinse and repeat. Then I hang the brush upside down to dry. I hope this helps. Yeah, it really does. We talked about another Zingari Man product. I think it was an aftershave uh, or aftershave balm, I think. I think Bob LaRoe sent that in. That's why it sounded so, so familiar to me. I'll have to double check. But I'll have a link to Zingari Man all-purpose brush cleaner. Thanks very much for that, David. I really do appreciate it. David also sent in another comment. Uh, Mark, good morning. Leah is available at Fenderhan, but I, but I did not see their brushes. Stay safe, my friend. Leah, this is the Spanish-based shaving product company that Mark Bagwell told us about in a previous Monday morning mailbag. They make all kinds of uh, shaving soaps, creams, aftershaves, that sort of thing. They will ship to Canada and Puerto Rico, but they won't ship to the U.S. So there are some other outlets that we've been investigating. And David, very kindly, has found out for us that Leah is available at Fenderhan. So I will link Fenderhan, and you can go up there and do a search for Leah, L-E-A. Do a search for them and uh, check out their products up there, their shave creams and whatever else they might have up there. Uh, brushes are not available, but then again, you never know. Maybe do a deeper dive into it, you might find them. I can't say. I'm going to have to take a look myself. Thanks very much for that, David. Really appreciate it. Steve, the Daily Shaver, said... Great podcast content, Mark. Thanks very much, Steve. Now, if you don't know Steve the Daily Shaver, Steve is in Australia. He's down under in Oz, and he has a wonderful shaving channel. And I am very grateful to Steve because when I started this channel early on, I acquired a uh, one-blade core razor right here. And uh, Steve had this marvelous, marvelous tip to engage this razor head because of the weight and the plastic razor head here and that sort of thing. And I contacted Steve and asked him if I could use that video clip in my review. And he said, absolutely. So I'm very grateful uh, to Steve for allowing me to use that because he explained it so wonderfully well. So if you have a one blade core, if you're thinking about getting one of these, uh, check out that video review or check out Steve's video reviews of the one blade core. And he will show you how to properly use this uh, one blade core so that it will uh, uh, so it will maximize the efficiency of that blade and that razor head. And that's what we're talking about. And this really does deliver a really, really terrific, terrific shave. It has it's a single edge, has a pivoting head there like that. Yeah, it is absolutely a wonderful, wonderful razor. And it's at a nice price point too and introduce you to the, um, the one blade shave system. So, uh, hey, Steve, thanks again for the nice comments. I really do appreciate it. I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast content. I'm having a great time putting it all together. Ken Frederick wrote, oh, here's what Ken Frederick wrote. Uh, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug, 
Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. <laughs> Great episode, Mark. Take care. Yeah, that's a that's a riff on uh, 30 degrees, a light touch. Let the razor do all the work, gentlemen. I thought that was great. A good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely agree 100%, Ken. <laughs> that's marvelous. I'm going to have to put that on the bottom of the screen when I do some of the Monday morning mailbags now from now on. So thanks very, very much. Uh, viewer Steve M wrote, Hi Mark, I really like the TRC razor myself. I enjoy the blade feel and think it's very comfortable. For Father's Day, I got one of the Dollar Tree scrubbers from my daughter. Works fine. Yeah, the TRC razor, we did a review of it. And we also talked about it in a previous Monday morning mailbag. Really amazing shaver. It's made in the USA. It's available from the razor company. It's an aluminum razor, a little more lightweight, but boy, you get some nice blade feel. You get a nice, mild, smooth shave from it. I was really impressed by it, and it is configured a little differently uh, where the, the, the pins are, where you load the blade are in the base plate rather than in the cap. Uh, really neat, neat looking razor. So uh, yeah, Steve, thanks very much for confirming how nice the TRC razor shaves. And thank you also for uh, mentioning the Dollar Tree scrubbers. Uh, we had, I think it was Rodney Ripplinger mentioned that uh, last week, the shave soap and the scrubber from Dollar Tree. Uh, so thanks very much for that, Steve, for confirming that as well. Roderick McLeod wrote, just keep your speed with that DeLorean razor below 88 miles per hour unless you want to end up shaving yesterday. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks, Roderick. Roderick's referring to the Yaki razor right here with the tile razor head and the bolt handle. I, was, I, I found on the internet through Mr. G Shave's channel that a viewer there said the tile razor head with the bolt handle uh, together, the razor is known as the DeLorean. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> he's just, yeah, back to, one of my favorite movies, Back to the Future, by the way, love, love, love that movie. And, uh, yeah, this was a nice razor too. This was a nice razor. I really enjoyed the shave with it. Uh, and again, very, very similar to the, uh, Henson razor right here. That's the Henson mile I have right here. And as I pointed out, uh, the Henson seems to have a better lather channel. It really does. And, and you, you get bl better blade contact as you're using the Henson than you do the Yaki. The Yaki's good, but uh, you know the Henson I think really gives you better blade contact. But it's nice to have the uh, the Yaki and to compare and and I enjoyed the shave with it. Nice mild shave, uh, and it's a stainless steel razor. And that's it for another refill this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really, really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new shaving gear. Viewer Mark Bagwell checked in with a review of W.M. Newman's 1907 shave cream. Now, Mark very kindly introduced us to the W.M. Newman brand in a previous Monday morning mailbag, and he went ahead and he purchased the 1907 shave cream, and he offered this review. And he writes... My review of W.M. Newman's 1907 shave cream, and all I can say is, wow. One or two squirts from its pump created plenty of lather for a three-pass shave with touch-ups. It also lathered quickly with the thickest lather I've ever experienced from a cream. It also lathered in half the time than other creams I've used. 
It was also incredibly slick. A couple of times I had to rinse off the handle of my shaving brush to keep it from slipping out of my hand. The scent is a very pleasing manly scent and I would call it of medium strength. During the shave, the scent was mild but present throughout. In all, a fantastic experience. In my opinion, this is one of the finest creams made. Uh, and he also followed up with this. Mark, something else I love about Newman's, the shave cream, aftershave lotion, and balm all have aloe vera. People in my part of the country really believe in aloe vera. Many of us grow our own cactus inside our houses for nasty burns. Pure aloe vera straight from the cactus has tremendous healing properties. And he also added this too later on. Mark, I just read Newman's Ingredients and it ends with it being kosher. Don't know if that means a great deal in a shaving cream, but it might considering they took the time to list it. Yeah, I'm very interested in that. That is very, very thoughtful of them to do that. And I'm wondering what procedure or process they had to go through in order to uh, be able to list it as kosher. If anyone out there knows, please comment below and let us know. I'd be very, very interested in knowing that. And again, very thoughtful of the folks at WM Newman to list it as kosher. Uh, and he also added this. Last night, I ordered some other creams from Newman's. I wish they would bring back the old-fashioned soda cream and left them, left them a message about it. This is, the, this is the shaving cream that has that root beer scent. Yeah, I would love to try that as well. I can't overstate how impressed I was at how quick this cream lathers. Yeah, that's, Mark is very, very impressed with the lathering quality of this shave cream. I'm very intrigued as well. And I asked him if I could use all of his comments, and he wrapped up by saying, sure, sounds good. Or we could shorten all of it and say simply, W.M. Newman Shave Cream, get some now. <laughs> and I agree, I am going to get some now. I am going to get some. I have some in my cart already. I'm ready to... Uh, actually make the purchase. Uh, I did want to uh, clear up something though, uh, because they're, uh, they're jars, they're apothecary shave soap jars, have that old school vibe to them. I assume that they were glass. If I said they were glass, uh, that was an assumption on my part and I apologize because they are not glass. I uh, contacted the folks at WM Newman and they wrote back and said, hello Mark, the shave soap Amber apothecary jar is plastic. Thank you. As is the pump bottle that the shave cream comes in. They're both plastic. But still, that apothecary jar with the tin lid, I, I believe it has a tin lid, really does have that old school vibe. So uh, I think if I order some of the shave soap, I'm really looking forward to using that jar. I think it'd be really, really neat. So uh, when I place the order and it arrives, I'll show it to you. I don't want to make any other <laughs> kinds of assumptions of what it looks like. It might be similar to some, something I have in my shave den, but I'd rather get it and show it to you directly on camera. So, Mark, thanks very, very much for a very, very thoughtful review of W.M. Newman's 1907 Shave Cream. Really, really do appreciate it. Robert Ross sent the following. Uh, I was on the Carve website today. I noticed that the Overlander is now available in stainless steel on a pre-order basis. I know how much you enjoyed this razor. Might be worth a mention on Monday morning mailbag. Cheers, Robert. Oh, absolutely, Robert. I'm so glad you mentioned this. It's really neat that they're offering it in stainless steel. 
Uh, I have the brass version, courtesy of viewer Fernie Beck. This is made in Canada. This is an absolutely spectacular razor. I love this razor. As a matter of fact, I used it for a shave right before cameras rolled. This delivered such a wonderful three-pass shave. Absolutely beautiful. You know what? I was done after two passes, but I did a third pass just to get a little closer. A marvelous shave. This really is a spectacular razor. It's just a delight to use and also comes with the stand. Now, this is the brass version. Stainless steel looks absolutely awesome. My thanks to Robert for sending along those screenshots. Absolutely fantastic. And again, I got a really, really nice shave. I happen to use uh, Phoenix Shaving Cold Spices, <laughs> right? And um, this is the lid because I'm letting the soap dry out. Uh, and uh, I use the Phoenix Shaving Cold Spices. Uh, I used a platinum coated razor blade, a shark platinum uh, coated razor blade, and it just delivered such a marvelous, marvelous shave. Yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite uh, razors. Love the knurling on the handle. It just has that old school vibe. And the more I do the traditional shave, the more I'm attracted to that old school vibe, that the razor and the shaving tin and the brush from yesteryear, if it has that kind of look, I'm really, really attracted to it. So yeah, Carve definitely has that going for it. It is just terrific. Not only does it look great and have that yesteryear look, but it's also a very, very functional knurling pattern on the handle as well. So yeah, I would definitely check out the stainless steel Carve uh, Overlander razor. This uh, one in brass is Wonderful. My sincere thanks again to Fernie Beck. This has just been a spectacular razor. It's an absolute favorite. Uh, absolutely, absolutely love it. And it's starting to get a nice patina, you know, because it is solid brass. And it's starting to get a little more character to it. Just absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So check out the, um, the Carve Overlander in stainless steel. And also check out the brass version as well. I'll have links below. Robert, thanks very, very much for the information. In a previous Monday morning mailbag, viewer Mark Bagwell introduced us to the Zenith ADR bore brush. And he had added some additional comments here. Uh, and he said, uh, yes, and remember, that's Zenith's price budget brush, the ADR. It's a, it's a budget priced brush. And he says, I have some truly awesome looking handles from Zenith. The one thing I love about Zenith is they never skimp on the knots. Now, he pointed out to us that the ADR has top hair, bore hair in it, which makes it a better performing brush than, say, the Omega or the Samoke. Uh, and he also says, here are some of mine. I think I own about 10 Zenith brushes in all. These are all very, very good, good-looking brushes. Now, Mark, thanks very much for sending, the, sending along the photos of those brushes. Uh, they look great. The handles look great. Uh, and Mark very, very kindly sent along the ADR for me to review. And it arrived. Let me show you the before photo. Now, I'm showing you the before photo for a reason. Here it is right here. When I, when I first received it, I took it out of the packaging and I just set it up there and I took a photo of it. This is right out of the package. Now, uh, after I took that photo, I went ahead and I cleaned the brush. I like to clean any brush that I receive just to kind of get, maybe there's a little bit of dust from the manufacturing process or the shipping or something like that. I just like to just do a, a quick cleaning. I, I, I get some mild 
uh, hand soap, antibacterial hand soap, that sort, of, that sort of thing. So with this brush, I put a little bit of that mild soap in the knot and uh, ran it under some water and worked it, really worked it in nicely and gave it a good shake. Then I had a little bit of Sterling Barbershop shave soap in a little bowl and I took that knot and I just kind of worked it in to that shave soap to kind of build a lather, uh, you know, as part of the break-in process. And I built a little bit of a lather, then I rinsed it out really, really well. And then I, I hung it up to dry out. The next day, uh, I grabbed it and I decided to have a shave with it. And I went ahead and I built a lather with it. And I had an incredible shave with this. This brush built a beautiful, beautiful lather. So here's what it looks like after only two uses. The first one was a cleaning. The second one was an actual shave building a lather. And you can see those top bore hairs. Look at that. This looks like it's almost broken in. It's amazing. I'm looking forward to the next shave with this. This performs wonderfully, wonderfully well. Now, if you've, uh, if you've been a, a viewer of my channel and a subscriber, you know that I have a, a video up there on how to quickly break in a bore brush uh, by putting it in some cold water and sticking it in the refrigerator for three days, that sort of thing. You don't have to do that with this. I mean, look at that. Just after two, two uses, one cleaning and one use, it's almost broken in. This performs wonderfully well. I am, uh, by, the, by, the, by the third use, which is the second shave, this is going to be absolutely, it's going to be fully broken in. It's just absolutely amazing. Look at that. So those top bore hairs really do make a difference. And you get, and according to Mark, you're getting top bore hairs at a wonderful price point. This is their budget brush. It's an amazing performer. After using this for one shave, I've, I've come to the same conclusion that Mark Bagwell has come to. This is the number one bore brush for me. It really is. I'll rate them this way. Number one is Zenith. Number two is Omega. Number three is Samogue. And uh, I started with the Samogue and I thought that was a good brush. Then I got the Omega and I thought, wow, this is a really good brush. Now I've got the Zenith and I am absolutely blown away by it. And, and, and again, as Mark points out, this is their budget priced bore brush. It's an amazing, amazing bore brush. So really, I'll have a link below. Get one. If you're looking for a really good, superior bore brush, check out the Zenith 80R. It really is remarkable. My thanks again to Mark Bagwell for sending this along. I'm going to be doing a review on this. I just wanted to just kind of, I was thinking maybe it was going to take a few days to break in. No, I mean, <laughs> this is already ready to go. One cleaning, one shave. This thing is ready to go. It was ready to go after the cleaning. I mean, the day after I cleaned it, it was ready to go. I am really so impressed with it. And it is so soft. It is just absolutely wonderful. You have to try this. You know I'm a big fan of synthetic shaving brushes. I love synthetic shaving brushes. Boy, this is a wonderful, wonderful bore brush. This is, when it comes to bore brushes, this is the one I'm going to be reaching for. No doubt about it. Absolutely fantastic. So thanks again to Mark Bagwell for all the wonderful information on the Zenith bore shaving brush, the ADR. Really do appreciate it, Mark. And I'll get a review going on this. It is absolutely a delightful, delightful a bore brush to use and build a lather with. Thanks again, Mark. Really, really do appreciate it. Speaking of the Zenith ADR bore brush and its break-in period, Rodney Rimplinger happened to also purchase the Zenith ADR bore brush. And he wrote the following, Mark, after one washing and one lather build, 
Mine was nearly broken in. Exactly my experience, Rodney. Thank you so much for confirming. I really do appreciate it. He continues, very nice. The only problem I have is I wasn't able to build much of a lather. I used the Barba's soap and my bowl. I had just barely enough for a three-pass thin lather shave. Not typical for a Barba's shave. Will that improve now that the brush is well on its way to being broken in? Any, any lathering tips for bore brushes? Uh, Rodney. Rodney, um, you know what? I had no problem building heaps and heaps of lather. Now, I used Hoffman's Burn the Ships Shave Soap, and I got a fantastic lather from it. However, it was only good for two passes. I had to go back into the puck and reload the, uh, the brush for a third lathering pass. I've always found this to be true of bore brushes. I don't know why. I get two good lathering passes from a bore brush, and then I have to go back in and load again to get a little more for that third lathering pass. Now, I did a face lather with this brush, and it did a wonderful job. The first lather that I created with this from the Hoffman's uh, Burn the Ships Shave Soap was beautiful, rich, thick, creamy. The second lather was equally well. Uh, and the third lather, eh, you know what? It needed a little more oomph. So I went back in. I just loaded a little more on the brush and then went to lathering and it was fine. But I've always found that to be true of bore brushes. I don't know why. It's just something I've experienced. I've talked about this in the past. Once in a blue moon, I'll get three good lathering passes from a bore brush. Maybe it's the amount of time that I'm loading it, I don't know. But part for the course for me is two really, really good lathering passes and then maybe dipping it back into that soap puck and loading it again to get a little more lather for that third pass to kind of bring it up to the previous lathering quality uh, of the first two lathering passes. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the that's always been my experience. Synthetic brushes never give me that trouble. Uh, they or that problem. Uh, I always get three good lathering passes from a synthetic brush. That's been this. That's what I have noticed between a, a really good bore brush and a really good synthetic brush. Synthetic brushes seem to give me three great lathering passes. They retain a lot of lather build in the knot, and I can I can do a third pass, even a fourth pass, uh, sometimes just from the the amount of lather that it generates. But for some reason with the bore brush, I get two good ones. I got to reload for a really good third one. Uh, that's kind of been my experience. But yeah, um, no, no, you know, the only tip I have regarding uh, the bore brush is, uh, you know, maybe load it a little bit longer. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. If you have any, uh, to the viewers out there, if you have any tips or tricks in using a bore brush, and how to um, increase the amount of lather that you get uh, from a bore brush, please comment below and let us know. We would really be interested in, in reading and hearing some of your comments regarding that. Uh, so thanks again, Rodney. Really, really do appreciate the comment regarding uh, the break-in period and how quick it was for the Zenith ADR bore brush. Thanks again. Viewer Jason Martin checked in with uh, some really nice comments regarding Adam Smith's razor services. Uh, Adam Smith has a Facebook page. 
uh, and he offers a lot of vintage razors and vintage brushes. He also has some services where he does some touch-up to razors and uh, cleaning and sanitizing of uh, brushes, that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, he has some wonderful vintage finds that he's putting up on his Facebook page. He'll also uh, look for something specifically for you. If you can't find a specific vintage razor, uh, he does a lot of antiquing, and he might very well find that razor that you've been looking for for quite some time. Anyhow, Jason uh, sent along these comments. I received my order from Adam Smith this past week. I purchased a vintage Gillette Slim. Despite my best attempts to annoy Adam, asking him a hundred questions, he picked up a beautiful example. Very cheap, too. A few days before my order shipped, he told me he found this incredible old shave brush that needed saving. He even cleaned it up and installed a new synthetic knot for me. He also threw in this lovely old Colgate container. I couldn't be happier. Wow, that's Jason, also known as High Tech Hillbilly. Jason, I am so glad that uh, you uh, uh, had such a great experience with Adam Smith. Uh, I purchased this vintage Gillette Fat Boy from him. He uh, repainted the numbers uh, on there and also the black ring on the collar. And uh, he polished it up, and it is just absolutely beautiful. It just looks great. It performs great. Yeah, he has a really, really terrific, terrific service, and I'm so glad you had a really nice, positive experience with him. He's a great guy, and he has a very unique service that he offers to the wet shaving community. So I will link him below. Check him out, folks, and uh, he might find that the vintage razor that you've been looking for for quite some time. And uh, check out his daily and weekly offerings whenever they drop. I can't remember how often he drops them, but uh, yeah, he has some really, really wonderful, wonderful stuff up there. So check out Adam Smith. I will link to his Facebook page. Uh, thanks again, Jason. really do appreciate the comments uh, and the great positive comments. So glad you had a great experience with um, purchasing from Adam Smith. Thanks again, Jason. really do appreciate it. Viewer Chuck Price checked in in regards to the Rubbermaid Reveal Power Scrubber and Grout Head for household cleaning. This is what he's using to clean his razors. Uh, and he writes, hey, Mark, not sure if this is a shaving tip, shave gear, or just a heads up. You decide on how to use it. But this product has been great on getting my razors clean. I usually deep clean them about once a month. Hot water soak, scrubbing with Dawn power wash, and if needed, a polishing. This brush with its rubber bristles is gentle enough to use on any razor material and gets into hard to reach areas, especially on twist to open razors. The vibration really loosens and removes dirt and residue. The rubber bristles are gentle on all my brass, aluminum, Zamac, and stainless steel razors. Happy shaves, Chuck. Chuck, thanks so much for passing this along. I'm sure there are a lot of viewers out there, a lot of wet shavers out there that would love to use a device like this to clean their razors. Maybe they're looking for a new way to clean their razors. This will very much come in handy. Thanks so much for alerting us to this. And it's nice to know that the rubber, as you write here, the rubber bristles are gentle on all my brass, aluminum, Zamac, and stainless steel razors. Great to hear. Hey, folks, if any of you also use this device, uh, use this tool to clean your razors, please comment below and let us know. We'd love to hear other uh, reviews of it and how it works for your razors. Chuck, 
Thanks very much for passing along. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another new Shaving Gear segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Okay, this question comes from a viewer named Andrew, and he writes, of the 24 millimeter PAA brushes you have, that's Phoenix shaving, shaving brushes, of the 24 millimeter PAA brushes you have, which one would you say splays the easiest? I face lather as well, finish with painting. I like a little bit of backbone, but really look for soft bristles with the luxurious feel when splayed. Andrew, thanks very much for this question. I really appreciate it. Hands down, the, the, one of the finest brushes, the best splaying brushes that Phoenix Shaving has that I have used is the StarCraft. This is, <laughs> this was the last brush on my list to purchase from Phoenix Shaving, and it has turned out to be the best face lathering brush I've used from Phoenix Shaving. It really is terrific. Let me show you the bottom of it right here. The StarCraft right here, okay? StarCraft, okay, right there. <laughs> there it is. Love the handle, love the knot. It's beautifully soft. It splays so wonderfully well. It just makes a great face lather. Now, I think the first time I reviewed this, I think I was just so taken by surprise at how wonderful a face lather it delivered. It really built a beautiful beautiful face lather. And uh, I love the handle. I love the retro look of it. I absolutely love it. I mean, it, it just really is a terrific, terrific brush. It is a 24 millimeter knot and Phoenix Shaving offers a lot of great shaving brushes. They really do. 24 millimeter knots, 26 millimeter knots. They're, I would say every single one of their shaving brushes is a winner. But in this category, the easiest display and the best one for building a face lather, uh, 24 millimeter StarCraft shaving brush. Hands down, in my opinion, this is absolutely a wonderful, wonderful brush to use for a face lather. I absolutely love this. I used it the other day. It just did a spectacular job. Absolutely love it. So when it comes to synthetic brushes, the, the probably one of my favorites to use for face lathering is the StarCraft from Phoenix Shaving. 24 millimeter, 24 millimeter knot, easy to splay out. Love, love, love this handle. I'll have a link to it where you can get to the product page and read all about the handle and how these brushes that uh, Douglas Smythe offers on Phoenix Shaving are inspired from these great, great shaving brushes from yesteryear. It's another reason why I like Phoenix Shaving shaving brushes because all these brushes come from these great designs from yesteryear. It's got that retro feel. I've talked about how I love the retro vibe. A lot of shaving gear, Phoenix Shaving definitely offers it. So check it out, StarCraft. I'll link it below. It really is a wonderful, wonderful brush for face lathering. Yeah, it's my pick of the 24 millimeter knots in the Phoenix Shaving stable of shaving brushes, the StarCraft. Check it out. Thanks again for the question, Andrew. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Lionel Perez asked the following question in regards to the Frank Shaving G4 Synthetic Shaving Brush. 
uh, and he wrote, great video. How would you compare the Frank G4 to the Simpsons T2 or T3? Which one is better in your opinion? Thanks. Well, you know, the short answer is this, uh, Lionel. Uh, here is the Simpson T2 synthetic shaving brush. Here's the G4, and you can see them side by side. I would say the G4 is better than the T2. I really, I did, it has a more substantial, the G4 has a more substantial knot. Uh, it has, it, the handles are rather equivalent, but I just think that the G4 does a better job of building a lather. I think the knot splays a little more easily. Uh, it's, um, it's a little bit softer. It's just the knot is more substantial. There's more uh, synthetic fibers in the knot and it just feels better overall. Now the T2 is fine, but really I think the G4 is a better pick between uh, the G4 and the T2. I think G4 uh, is really the one to go with. Now, when I compare the G4 with the T3, uh, well, you know what? It's going to be the T3. The T3 really has uh, a beefier handle, which is what I like, and the knot is even more substantial than the knot on the G4. Uh, the product page on Amazon says that the G4 is a 26 millimeter knot. When I first used it, Without knowing the specs, I thought it was a 24 millimeter knot. Now that's not bad, but uh, they claim a 26 millimeter knot. You know what? Maybe it's right on the edge of being a 26 millimeter knot. I'm not sure. But the T3 is definitely a 26 millimeter knot. I love this handle. It ha it's more substantial handle. It's a more substantial knot. Uh, it feels great. I, I love the softness of it. Uh, Absolutely, the T3 over the G4 every time, but the G4 over the T2. That's how I rate them. So T3 is number one, G4 is number two, and the T2 is number three. So I guess you could say that the G4, if you're going to split the difference, you can't decide between the between the T3 and the T2, you want to split the difference, then it'll probably be the G4 for you. So that's kind of how I rate them. T3 number one, G4 number two, and the T3, uh, the T2... <laughs> The T2, number three. I'll do that one more time. The T3 is my number one pick. The G4 is my number two pick. And the T2 comes in third. So that's kind of the long and short of it there uh, for those brushes, Lionel. Uh, he also asks this, or comments here. Also, I was always told to dry the alum bar or the water will keep eating it. Not sure how true that is, but I always dry mine just in case. Maybe others know more about the validity of the claim. I always heard that as well, uh, Lionel. So I always, when I first started the wet shave and I started to use the alum, uh, alum block, you can look at all my previous videos, I dry the alum block off in a towel uh, as I'm doing my post-shave routine. Absolutely. And uh, then I put it in a nice plastic dish and let it continue, just let it sit there overnight, that sort of thing. Um, the Allen block from Phoenix Shaving with the dry dock system and the no-slip grip, uh, I don't dry it. I mean, I just use it and I just set it in this dry dock and then the air in the room does the rest and it's none worse for the wear. It has just been amazing. It, it just holds up and it keeps going and going and going and going. It, it just, I mean, it just dries naturally. It doesn't uh, erode away. It doesn't pit or anything like that. It just dries nicely. So uh, I've refrained from drying 
the Phoenix shaving alum block because I just put it into this dry dock right here and it just does the rest. So yeah, I would say that if you don't have a dry dock, towel it off. If you do have a dry dock, just drop it in there in the air in the room because of the venting on this dry dock here. And this is what I found. This has my, been my experience. The venting, it just dries this out and the excess water just dries off. <laughs> and it's just really been a remarkable, remarkable product. I love using this. I use it after every single shave. If I'm not using the uh, no-slip grip dry dock system and I'm using uh, a regular uh, Allen block, absolutely I dry it off with a towel. Absolutely. So uh, thanks for the question and the comment, uh, Lionel. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Sully Cortez wrote the following. Hey, Mark, love your YouTube channel, and I'm absolutely diving into the rabbit hole that is wet shaving Ever since discovering your channel and channels like Ken Surfs, Kevy Shaves, Double A Shaves, etc., the wet shave community here is great. I just wanted to ask, what size and material DE washers do I need to really solidify some of my DE razors in terms of tight fit? There are so many size and material washers out there, but I was wondering if you could point me in the right direction as to which washers to get. Thanks. Stay safe. Stay shaved. Chris Sully Cortez Maldonado. Hey, Sully, thanks very much for the very kind email. Really appreciate the nice words. What I do is, when I'm placing an order at Phoenix Shaving, uh, they offer a bag of 10 buffer rings for a buck. And I'll put that in my shopping cart, and that way I'll get another 10 rings to use on whatever razors uh, that I have. These, my understanding is these are M5 buffer rings, kind of a standard size that will fit uh, a majority of three-piece safety razors out there. Now, if I'm incorrect in that term, M5, uh, please, I'll, to the viewers, correct me below if I'm incorrect, but I think these are M5 uh, buffer rings. And uh, I was first introduced to these when I bought the Ascension Twist Adjustable Razor from Phoenix Shaving because it uses a buffer ring to help increase the opening of the blade gap. The way this razor works is you put a razor blade in there and the spring tension of the razor blade keeps the razor head very, very stable, uh, but you can then twist it open and increase that blade gap and the razor head remains nice and stable, but you can just give it a little bit of a twist and open up that blade gap and increase the efficiency and the aggression. Really a neat system. And that buffering helps to increase that turn a little bit gives you a little more of a like a quarter turn or an extra half turn something like that uh i've never really opened it up that much but nice to know that you can if you have to but um that's where i first discovered these o-rings which is why i buy them from phoenix shaving because it's very very convenient again my understanding is the m5 is standard now there are some exceptions to the rule uh because these will fit most most standard three-piece safety razors, but there are some exceptions to the rule. For instance, the Yaki uh, razor that we talked about. For some reason, the O-ring used on this one, and Alex Lopez very kindly sent me the razor, and he also installed a buffer ring. That's not an M5 there. That's a little smaller than an M5 for some reason, and I don't know what, what number that is, but an M5 won't work on that, but it's not required for this razor. Uh, something like the um, the uh, Rex, the um, Rec Supply Envoy Razor. This doesn't need a buffering because it is so precisely machined. It has this beautiful countersink 
uh, right here in the uh, in the base plate. I'll show you. It has this beautiful countersink right there in the base plate, and this handle uh, just fits in there like like hand and glove. It's just absolutely beautiful. So some razors don't require uh, a buffer ring like the um, the Rex Supply Envoy. Beautiful, beautiful razor. Absolutely love this razor. And uh, other razors like a like um, uh, this is the Parker Semi Slant. Uh, other razors you may want to use a buffer ring on for two reasons. Uh, which the reason you uh, listed uh, maybe securing it a little bit better. Uh, but for me, uh, mostly the reason why I use buffer rings mostly is to uh, stop the base plate from being marred by the handle. Let me get this buffer ring off of here. Okay, there it is right there. Okay, right there. And you can see that when I first got this, I marred the base plate a little bit from the handle. See that? Ugh, that looks terrible. Yeah, that's why I use a buffer ring on, on, on uh, most of my safety razors to avoid that marring. And I guess there is something there in the way of... Uh, it helps to snug it up a little more without marring the base plate, I guess is what's happening there. Um, so yeah, I'll use a buffer ring on uh, many of my uh, safety razors uh, so as to not mar the base plate when the handle uh, is being snugged up to it. That's really the main purpose for me. Uh, as far as uh, tight fit, I guess that it allows you to snug it up a little more so that it's a little more secure. Um, so yeah, uh, that's another reason why you uh, would use a buffer ring. But for me, mostly, it's uh, to make sure I'm not marring that base plate uh, because I had that experience with the Parker Semi-Slant. And viewers out there said, Mark, you should use a buffer ring to avoid that. So that's what I do now. And there are, as I mentioned, some exceptions to the rule. The Rex Supply, also the Carve Overlander. I don't use a buffer ring on the Carve Overlander because it is just so precisely machined and it fits together so nicely uh you know the buffering you know it's not required uh, why use it I, I don't have to use it on the carve overlander it's just a beautifully beautifully machined razor so for the majority of safe three-piece safety razors that i have uh yeah i'll use a buffering so uh, it doesn't mar the base plate the handle won't mar the base plate and allows me to snug it up a little more i can be a little more how do I want to say, a little more aggressive, so to speak, in snugging it up so the, the head remains in place during the shave. Uh, and uh, use the buffer ring on an ascension razor for that uh, extra little bit of twist adjustability. And uh, sometimes the buffer ring doesn't come into play at all because of the unique design of the razor like the Rex Supply and the Carnival. But yeah, I believe they're called M5. Um, folks, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's an M5. They're standard. Uh, you can get them from Phoenix Shaving, 10 for a buck. I think that's probably the best way to go. Uh, so uh, yeah, it, just throw it in your, when you're going up there to place an order or shave soap and everything, just throw it in there and uh, you know, you'll, you'll be good to go. So um, yeah, Phoenix Shaving, uh, buffer rings, one buck. I'll link to them uh, in case you're interested or anyone else is interested in getting some. Just throw it in the cart when you place your order up at Phoenix Shaving. It's probably the the best way to go, the most convenient way to go. So thanks again for the uh, question, Sully. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. 
let me know. Check out all the great artisan soap makers that you see displayed at the bottom of the screen right now. They make some great artisan shave soap. They sell some wonderful shaving gear. Really, please give them a look when you get a chance. I certainly would appreciate it. Hey, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Serrati where you'll find all the products I review in this channel organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh and please let me know what you think about this week's comic strip. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.